Jimmy J, Jimmy J, the cricket, DPN the cricket. Thank you all so very, very, very much for tuning in once again to the Straight Love Podcast. Tickled Pink, as always, to have you here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking times out of your life, out of this human existence that you are experiencing right now to have us uh, tickle your eardrums with our hot, buttery voices. Jimmy, how are you? I'm great, man. How are you? You look good. Thanks, man. That means a lot. I yeah. feel good. I feel good. I'm, I'm, it's probably because I'm on vacation right now. I haven't uh, been to work in the last, ooh, uh, about half a week. I've been watching a lot of World Cup soccer. I've been spending a lot of time with friends and family and Kith and Kin. What say? Oh, Kith? What's Kith? I don't know. I don't know. I, all I know all I know that terminology from is uh, is National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation. Oh, I don't remember that. Because Clark That's Griswold a, does yeah, say it, Clark. yeah. How much longer are you on vacation for? Uh, another week, man. Another week. Another week full of uh, World Cup soccer. Another week full of uh, uh, Christmas shopping, Christmas vibes. We are going into December now. So, I mean, uh, it's 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 almost upon us. And, uh, yeah. yeah, things have been good. I booked a, a trip to the Dominican that's coming up. I'm going down to Porta Plata. So, I'm looking forward to that. Got my passport this morning. That was an adventure. Yep. Uh, the passport office is filled with a whole... Uh, hodgepodge of interesting people <laughs> from around the community, and I will leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hodgepodge is hyphenated, eh? I would assume so. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be. It, it can't be just one word. You can't have the hodge and the podge together like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's not two separate words. I don't know. Like, well, I should be. I should. They be don't keeping... stand alone. No, they can't. What would a hodge be? Yeah, I don't know. Right. I think, other than you know, a dude's name who hodge. Yeah. Mm. Lives in South Carolina and plays it's, football. It's hyphen. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing out ideas. And his younger, bigger brother's name is Moose. <laughs> their, their last name is Adoyle. Adoyle <laughs> rules. rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Adam Sandler if he's listening. Yeah, probably. Anyways, um, so Jim, speaking of um, of the World Cup, I was actually at the Portuguese club today with yep. my uh, brother-in-law and my wonderful nephew. And uh, he had a blast. Portugal ended up winning two nothing, and just the uh, the vibe in that place, man. It's just a bunch of it's a private club uh, over on Shepherd, and it's just a bunch of old Portuguese guys, and everybody's yelling in Portuguese at the TV. I'm assuming it was mostly swear words, yeah. But uh, a really good vibe in there, man, and just a bunch of people that were you know socializing and enjoying themselves, and there was a lot of. They probably wouldn't say that, but I would say there was a lot of love in the room, you know, like there <laughs> yeah. really was, you know, as much as these guys, I'm sure would never say that, Hey, I love you, man, to each other. Yeah. It was just, you know, it was, it was, it was undeniable to me. You know, I kind of like, I like to pick up on that kind of stuff, but there's been a lot of love over in Qatar right now, unless you're a part of the LGBTQ community, of course, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, an interesting thing there, right? yeah. And I mean, you know, as two privileged, it, it, it didn't really start to cut you off there. No. That, that whole thing, um, you know, for whoever's familiar, that was, it seemed a bit illogical to not, to get in the way of it, but then say, no, we don't want, we don't want it to be like that, but then say, but you can do this. What it's, and do what? What do you mean? Like with the armbands, are you speaking oh, of that? Well, well, I'm just saying like in general, the way that they, oh, yeah, oh like, as a whole, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it, it, cause I, I wanted to talk a little about a bit about today about, you know, love and the kind of love that people have for their country and their yeah. culture and, and the, how they like to be able to display it, especially during the world cup. But it's kind of being overshadowed, unfortunately, a little bit by the, uh, the fact that we have this whole entire community of people that we, for the most part, celebrate in the West, yeah. uh, but are a kind of marginalized uh for lack of a better word yeah. in the uh, in some of these muslim uh, yeah. countries well certainly not accepted 
no well not only not accepted but i mean you know like it's it's punishable under certain laws and they don't recognize you know marriages and all that kind of stuff and it's just uh it's i guess it's it's interesting how it's kind of shined a light on certain things Mm -hmm. because you know we forget sometimes that the way that we accept people in this part of the world it certainly is not like that and not just in qatar there's there's many Mm -hmm. places in the world africa middle east whatever uh where unfortunately people just wanting to be themselves is not allowed is not allowed yeah Yeah. that's an interesting thing like i mean i know there was controversy with having the world cup there but i mean i think the the driving well maybe not what do I really know about it? But I think a probably big driving motivating factor of it was the fact that Qatar is what the third, fourth richest country in the world. It's definitely up there. Something yeah. like that. I mean, it's um, got to be up there with, I'm assuming like United Arab Emirates and, you know, and, and obviously like a very interesting country in terms of like infrastructure and architecture and all that type of thing. Yep. But maybe a good silver lining to explore, if that's the right word, they're the things that we're discussing here, kind of how that lack of acceptance or sort of the the ways that their beliefs or what they're rooted in and, mm-hmm, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's it's good to get that out. The thing that I was speaking about earlier was the players wanted to wear the German team, I think, in particular, were looking to wear the, the armbands. Yeah, the armbands to support the LGBTQ community. Correct. And and then FIFA said no was it fifa said no i think so okay if i'm remembering right but then they said but you can wear these bands that are like unity bands or something like something like that i shouldn't i'm probably paraphrasing the shit out of this but i was just kind (laughs) of like well if you just do the first one then like why would you what's the point like why would you why even say no in the first place and then kind of have like a something very similar that's yeah kind of means yeah yeah i don't know i think they gave they gave some kind of baloney reason that it wasn't part of regulated authorized uniform i don't know something stupid where it's just right well i mean you know when you look at fifa as a whole i mean they they uh they certainly don't have the the best reputation in general for kind of uh making the the most uh wonderful judgment on things you no. know like there's a lot of kind of corruption that obviously goes through through fifa and they've been exposed on a uh on a on, on different occasions but uh it's unfortunate that this is to some degree, overshadowed the other, the a lot of the love that you do see at um, over in, in that part of the world right now. Because uh, if there's one thing that the World Cup does, is it does kind of capture the world's attention to a certain degree. Yeah, it's a it's a to do. It really is, and yeah. I think that it's it's the only sport that I can think of, at least, where you know the world is really watching. You know, as much as we'd like to say that the Super Bowl is one of the biggest, well, you know, again. In the West, or maybe even just in America. Like, I'm, I mean, I would assume North America. North America, yeah. But, uh, you know, how many people are tuning in in, in Europe even? But really only Bowl? for a day. Also correct. You yeah. know, this is nearly a month long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And know. it's um, like, even here in Canada, man, you know, I went out to uh, to a, a, a local lounge to watch the Canada game where they got crushed against Croatia. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's nice to be around that kind of energy, man. It's nice mm. to be around that kind of love for your country. Mm-hmm. Well, we've spoken about it before, just the concept and the theory behind it. Any Anything where you have a gathering of people on the same wavelength with the same energy, and that yeah. could be energy that's of high frequency and vibration. It could be an energy also that's not, that's low, right? And it's got more force and more power because it's multiplied. And Totally, man. And in this instance, 
like you're saying, when it comes to supporting your country, supporting sports, you know, everyone's rooting for to be the winner and, and, and so it's, it's a positive energy. And I mean, it cannot be, there's certainly instances of sporting events where shit gets out of hand and people, (laughs) people fight people with the opposing team and whatnot, but, but the world cup always seems to be pretty docile. Well, especially, you know, this one in particular, they don't even allow alcohol, from my understanding. Oh, yeah, the that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that that seems to be surprisingly a, a determining factor in the kind of uh, fights that sometimes happen at sporting events, right? I mean, people are yeah. obliterated on their minds, and then they're like, my team is fucking better than your yeah. team, and I punch you in the stomach. And yeah. But here, here in, 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 in this instance... I just, I, I love the unity, man. You know, it's, uh, we can all kind of put our differences to the side for maybe a month and uh, it doesn't matter your political affiliation. It doesn't matter, uh, you know, yeah. what, what you think about certain things. We're all one nation for this amount of time and uh, we're all kind of on the same team. And I mean, that's, there's not a lot of opportunities, it seems like nowadays for us to kind of find some common ground and all. My favorite part so far is how the Japan club cleaned up their, dressing room after and folded everything Dude. and stacked it all in the middle and then made origami cranes and left them there. <laughs> you about that part. That's you didn't amazing. see that part? No. Yeah, yeah. They folded origami cranes and they left them on like the center, whatever counter bench or whatever that was in the dressing room. And then the, and then the Japanese fans cleaned up the stadium. They sure they picked did. up all the litter in the trash and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Or they stayed behind. Yeah. And didn't even clean up like their own litter necessarily, but yeah. cleaned up everybody's. Yeah. And we're just like, yeah, we're guests yeah. here and this is just how they roll. I mean, shout out to Japan. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I read that and I was like, wow. Well, you know what? It doesn't surprise me, man, because I've been to Japan. Yeah, that's right. And when I remember when I first came out of the subway, there was yeah. a smoking area. And it was outside still, but it was like a small designated smoking area. And people were ashing their cigarettes in the ashtray outside. There you go. I was like, well, that's the kind of country that I'm visiting here right now. What I mean, a crazy want... concept. <laughs> but I was so impressed with how clean it was. Yeah. And I think that when you have that many people in, I don't know what the, what the population of is. Isn't it like a billion Japan, people in Japan? They've got a lot of people yeah. over there. They've come to this general understanding that, hey, if, if we're all going to live like this. There's um, got to be some order. Let's, let's, try and meet, let's try and keep it clean here at least. Right? Yeah. I remember years ago, I, and I would do this. I would see a Japanese person wearing a mask in public. Or say, for example, like in an airport. Yeah, yeah. And... I would for sure, I for sure had at the time that judgment of being like, what are you so worried about? Like, What a germaphobe. Yeah, what a germaphobe. Yeah, get yeah, real, you know what yeah. I mean? And then I came across something, something I was reading about, maybe something about different cultures or whatever. And actually the reason that the masks are worn is not because those individuals are nervous about getting sick. It's because they're sick. And they don't want to make other people unwell. They're being very conscientious, being conscientious and, and kind and caring. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So again, Japan, you've uh, shown that your citizens are much better than me in this world. <laughs> <laughs> They're conscientious. Yeah. <laughs> I like that story that I saw. About. I think we, we answer things quicker than we ask questions. What do you mean by that? Well... Instead of, so me, instead of saying, why was that person wearing a mask? You, oh, oh I said, your, oh, your, I said that person's a germaphobe and they're scared about getting sick. What huh. a, you know, what a weirdo. Yeah. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like I'm answering something before I'm even allowing the question to be asked. There was no pause. You yeah, just, that nothing. was just interesting. Yeah. 
where does that default opinion kind of come from? Like, do we, do we cultivate that ourselves based on life experience or like what we're kind of exposed ourselves to? Like, I mean, I think it's just one perspective. I think it's a default perspective. It's, it's believing that our perspective is the only one that exists. Right. And the thing right. is, is that when you think for whatever reason, why, how, I do not know, but the way you think about something or how you think of something, that's the way it comes to you. That's the way you've brought it in. That's the way you've channeled it. That's the way it's based upon your past experiences, whatever the case might be. But we very quickly and very readily think that is it. Right. That's, that's yes. what, because mm-hmm. that's what I have. And, and I think that's sort of what makes me say more so about how we very infrequently just stop to even ask the question. Yeah. You know, like we think the way that we, I know for sure that I have this certainly in like a work setting and probably in the way that I keep my home, which is fine because it's my home. So I'm entitled to keep it the way I wish. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. you kind of think that the way you do everything for the most part is the way that it should be done. Of course. Yeah, sure. I mean, maybe if there's something that I kind of don't have a direction on, I'll seek out another perspective or another opinion or another whatever it might be. But lots of times the way that you think of something or understand something, that's the way you think it should be. Yeah, that's why you've made your decision to do it that way. I mean, I think that that's a great point, man. And I think that wouldn't it be nice if we did have that pause and asked ourselves that, started asking ourselves Again, it, it, I mean, you know, I, we're beating a dead horse here maybe by saying this, but it, it does come back to that self-awareness again, like doing things just because you think that that's the way that they should be done or because of that's the way that you've always done them. Yeah. You need to kind of come to that, to that realization of why is it like this? Why do I decide right. like the things are this way? And, and why do I think that other people are wrong? Uh, but I think it's worth beating the dead horse over because I think that's how you cultivate control and peace. Ag- and I think agreed. that's, you know, how we get over what it is that we're experiencing now in society and culture and volatility and Mm. judgments and even even speaking earlier about acceptance of people and and however it is that they choose to be there's also the other side of that where there's a lot of aggression and and angst about not being accepted as well like accept me this is the way you should do it this is what i say because it is like it's it's a little it's a lot i mean i think it's probably a lot more from the end of not accepting but then there's also the group that wishes to be accepted and 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 having an an assertive way to doing that also right and and strong word but condemning those who or maybe are indifferent and say whatever you wish is fine by me you know yeah yeah. and it's maybe not enough acknowledgement again it's just another formulated sort of perspective and i think taking the pause like you're saying and asking a question, asking yourself multiple questions, I really believe that that's what cultivates peace and control and knowing what your emotions are about and that you're in control of your emotions. They're not in control of you. And that's like, that's a big life thing that's happened for me. Uh, you know, it's been happening for years and it just continues to happen more and more. And and I find for me, I use the term volatility, like not that I ever really was volatile, but I certainly know that it's reduced or eliminated lows that I was more accustomed to feeling on mm. a somewhat regular basis. Wow. Well, what, what, I mean, isn't that, I mean, how, how, how empowering is that to feel in control of your emotions rather than having your emotions control you? I mean, that's got That's, mm-hmm. it's an empowering feeling, Yeah. you know, to know that when anger arises, you're not just going to act out right. on that emotion, right. you know, you're going to be able to manage it. And I mean, you know, fill in the blank as far as what the emotion is. Yeah. 
Um, and that happens like that happens everywhere and all the time. You can you can see it on any given day wherever you are out in public, which oof. is which is also astonishing to me. Or even going back to what you're saying, hodgepodge at the passport office, <laughs> right? Like we spoke about that in greater detail earlier, and I, I know more about what you're speaking of, but I don't know how much inconvenience, how much uh, frustration, how much annoyance could have been avoided if people asked more of themselves <laughs> you know what i'm getting at i totally know what you're getting at yeah definitely it's an interesting world that we live in when we don't realize that a lot of the problems that seem to maybe kind of occur sometimes are because of us just acting purely on emotion you know and I mean, you would probably have a lot of less regrets in your life if you could turn around and be like, like, we've talked about this before as well, where, you know, people will look back on certain things and the way that they've acted and they'd be like, yeah. well, I just wish I could go back and change that. You can't. No. You can't go back and change that. But what you can do is you can change right now. Right now. This is, this is what you can control, you know? So to prevent something like what happened in the past from happening again, do it now. You know, have the, have the awareness to make that change. Now you can't stop dwelling on the past, the past that you can't change. There's just, there's, there's no point. It's wasted energy. Important in all of this. I mean, it's great to talk about things. Talking about things is perspective, insight. It's all those things, but we need people, we need tools. People need tools. Right. And I don't think maybe at one point in time before I delved into any of this or had any experience, I either A, didn't know what the tools were, or B, seemed very complex and convoluted and beyond my scope of comprehension. It's not the case. The tools here are simple. The tools are pausing. The tools are, are you asking yourself enough questions? The tools are, are you having conversations with your friend, with yourself, with your friends, with yourself? Not just letting the thoughts come through you, not just letting them be in your brain and then you say, okay, these are the thoughts and I'm running with these thoughts. It's actually having a conversation. And I remember speaking with someone about this and, it, and it's a hard thing to explain, but it's like when you actually are having a conversation with yourself and not just sort of listening or succumbing to the thoughts, it's a very different message. Mm. There's a lot more to garner from it. There's a lot more to, there's more insight. You probably would even get a different perspective than the one you were yeah. initially getting. Right. Yeah. And it seems really silly like it seems super hokey word of the day but when you stop and you ask yourself why am i doing this why am i feeling this why am i saying this why do i think i should do this like but why is that so hard for some people man you know because like you're, you're you're saying it's very simple just take that pause you know ask these questions so i mean i mean and 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 i was going to ask you you know like what do people do and and you're kind of like that's that's not really like a tool but i mean that's a, a method I don't know if it's like ego gets in the way or something like that, but if you have somebody that's coming at you with some negative energy, whether they're being hostile towards you or they're being aggressive or they're being condescending, it's almost like you kind of go into that fight or flight mode or you go into that they're hurting me so I want to hurt them back kind of thing instead of figuring out for yourself what the best way is to kind of respond to what's happening. For sure. I can't tell you, like it's so, it's so difficult to yell at someone who isn't yelling back at you for, for, <laughs> yeah. for most people, unless you're yeah. a psycho and they are out there. Yeah, of but, course. But I mean, you know, that's, that's something I learned very quickly in, in customer service working in the airline industry for so long yeah. is that someone who's upset and yelling, if you, if you 
give them that energy back, the yelling will never stop. Right. But at, uh, eventually, and it doesn't happen right away, they start to hear themselves and they're like, then they start to become self-aware and they're right. like, this isn't, uh, this isn't the best way to be doing this. And so that's a perfect lead into what I was going to say. I know we speak about awareness a lot, and but there are tools to awareness and knowing that you can ask yourself a question to your, like you don't, questions don't always have to be outward to someone. Like you can ask yourself a question and get a different answer than you had thought you maybe had a mm-hmm. minute ago yeah. or get an answer to something that's a tool towards awareness agreed you know and if one person hears this and says oh maybe next time i'll ask myself what am i doing here why am i feeling this way why am i becoming emotional why do i need to shout back if someone's shouting at me like you said that's a great example we think we need to match that energy yeah yeah why i don't know why it no. just seems like you should again why like no, i need a question i need an equal and opposing force to this right to negate it right which is exactly the opposite because being calm and not shouting yeah i mean there's way more strength in that anyways right yeah absolutely i go ahead no i was just going to say and this is completely unrelated but i, I did want to 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 talk to, to you about this super quick because i know that we had yeah. a, an episode once upon a time on depression and i don't know how i came across this but i was talking i was listening to to, uh, to jim carrey um yeah uh talk about it and he said um depressed yeah was um broken down as like deep rest yeah like your body because i was so unfamiliar with how depression can be incapacitating yeah that's your body's way of saying, I need this kind of deep rest right now because this is the only way that I can, uh, like I'm, 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 I'm too broken to be able to kind of go right at any kind of octave right now. Yeah. And I've heard him say that for sure in many different instances. And, and I think I get it. Um, it's because when you're not, when you're not in alignment, when you're not being who you're supposed to be, and that doesn't, and I'm not suggesting, you know, if you're following your passion or whatever the case might be. I think that's just, if you're not in alignment with the energy of what your being is supposed to be, like your soul, the universe, Mm. your connection with the earth, it's fucking exhausting. And so that probably, not probably, that's what does lead to people falling into those depressive states. Of course. And I'm I'm sp- I'm going to speak to that on my own behalf and firsthand. Like you said earlier, you don't see the muck and the mire that you're in when you're in it. When it's you're in really it, really tough. So is retrospect, yeah. But there's a way that you can feel that and say I don't want to be here forever. What am I going to do about it and and then when you look back you see it hindsight is always 2020 20, as they say. But I, I can understand what that is because when I think of myself being back then, I'm not, there's no way I was even anywhere remotely close to being aligned as though I am now. And I experienced those episodes back then because it's exhausting Yeah, and your body and your brain and your soul and your mind just has a fucking enough of it. God, man, it sounds exhausting. Yeah, you know, again, like I've, I've never been there, but I mean, when to hear about you speaking in that way, it's like. Then all of a sudden, it's like, of course, your body's reacting that way. Your 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 mind. It's just like I can't do this anymore. And especially like him to to expound on that, it makes total sense. Like you're a performer, you're an artist, and a comedian. Where it's like the most, I would say, no pun intended, but th- that's the most spotlight on your craft because you need instant response instant gratification you have to have the pedal to the floor pretty much 
Like you've got to be on all the time because it requires so much delivery and emotion to be oh, a comedian. Well, not only that, but on Jim Carrey's level too, man. Yeah. Think about how fucking like on he's got to be versus like your average mm-hmm. comedic actor. You know, like he is just on another level and I can't imagine how you wouldn't, yeah. you know, kind of break down at some point. Jeez. So while I know people might think, oh, well, it's Jim Carrey. I bet you, not I bet you, I know that that guy understands it better than most well hey man i mean i'll just throw out another name at you for a guy that's also who was also on that level and that's robin williams and yeah uh, last time i checked yeah he checked out right so i mean you know it's it it it, it's got to be i don't yeah i don't know i don't know how you do it i don't know how you do it on that level but i mean again he he kind of at least had the self-awareness to be like this is uh, impossible to kind of keep up with without putting some effort into figuring out a best, a better way to do it. Dedicated well, to Ace Venture and Patch Adams. A hundred percent. The two. I mean, holy shit, man. Yeah, uh, two iconic characters. Yeah. That uh, that Patch Adams is a real guy too, eh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a nice movie. It, it really is. Gazoontide yeah. Hospital. that's right i totally forgot that's what it was called that's right no idea where it is i think it's probably somewhere in fucking west virginia maybe but last i mean at the even i think at the end of that movie even they were like it's still in operation yeah yeah uh brilliant yeah all right well you know what go watch patch adams yeah do it do it smile a bit smile why not all right love your bob and williams and uh love you too jimmy love you and we love you for listening thank you all so very much